Hello, Polytopians. Thanks for tuning into the Polytopian Times. I'm your host, Sam, and today I'm joined by Hawthorne. Thanks for joining me. Hello. Thanks for having me, Sam. <laughs> Spooky episode for Halloween, folks. Today we're talking about some super duper boys, some beefy big boys, giants. They're, uh, they're huge. They look awesome. And are they as great as they seem? Well, we'll, uh, we'll get into that. Yeah, my answer is no. Spoiler alert. <laughs> well, starting off, let's take a look at their stats. They have 40 health, 5 attack, 4 defense, 1 movement, and literally no abilities. They don't have dash, so they can't attack after moving. They don't have fortifies. So they don't get a city defense bonus. But, I mean... With four defense, they're really tough to take down at 40 health, and five attack means they can smash through anything. I think it's the highest attack value in the game that you get at base. Are you sure about that? I thought the... Um, uh, don't the knights have a higher attack value? No, knights are 3.5. Okay. What about those um, those movable teepees that the snow people have? The battle oh, sluts? So I've been, I've I want to been... say they have um, three or four attack. Uh, battleships, I'm pretty sure, only have four attack. Oh, okay. Yes. They're uh, they're big, they're tough, they're strong, but um, at that same time, they can attack after moving, and that does hamper them heavily. Like, in my opinion, you know, they're best used for um, zone of control. You know, it influences the battlefield by having it there by sheer virtue of being a giant, tough unit with high attack. I mean, it's slow, but if it gets up next to a city and it's at full health or it has archers to support it, there's a very good chance it's going to take that city and you're not going to get that giant right back out without, I don't know, leveling it up or sending, you know, some really high level units at it, or it maybe you have some range support of your own. Again, this is all a lot harder to pull off than uh, say getting rid of a warrior or even a defender. Yeah. I think the tagline for giants should be I'm here deal with it <laughs> like that like that uninvited guest at your wedding party the the issue is actually getting them there yes um, because they are so slow roads are kind of crucial a hundred percent you just like with swordsmen or warriors you need that road balance just so you can get your units out there if you don't have that bonus on the movement you're kind of dead in the water and i, I mean to that point it's a very long journey for a giant to get from the city it's produced in to the city it's going to attack and i mean at this point you can only get giants from upgrading cities so they're always going to be limited to that to that you do always get the benefit of at least hopefully having access to a road network to speed that movement along but now here's the thing about countering giants i want people to keep in mind because again they're they're good at a number of things um they're also great at being used for um flagships on a fleet obviously if you want to make a giant battleship no better unit you can embark it's got the most health and uh, especially with aquatism, it becomes a very intimidating force on the water. You know, it's important to try and keep other players from being able to embark their giants at full health, too, because uh, a wounded giant battleship is a lot less effective than a full health one, especially a full health one with aquatism. Quite a different story. So uh, that's the other big use for them next to influencing land battles. And again, they're very slow. You can on land. Siegings, obviously, I think they're number one value. You can also use them to soak up mobs of units. You know, if somebody's sees you have giants coming in you can throw him out in the mesh and he can eat up warriors attacking him like nothing um you know he's even good for knocking off a couple of swordsmen maybe uh you're gonna be hard pressed once you're coming against knights or archers but um 
it, it does serve as a way to, you know, especially when it's still riders and warriors, a good way to just have somebody throw away their entire army to try and kill that sucker before he gets to a city where he can be a threat. Um, obviously, you can kill those high-level units when you run up against them. If they try and send a giant against you and yours is full health, if you can weaken that enemy giant and then hit him with your giant, he's going to go down drastically in health and leave your giant still near full health, which will make oh. him really useful. The idea of sacrificing knights against a giant Oh, just oh, it just seems wrong somehow. Only if you need to retake a city. I I feel like you are the one who who told me you consider giants to be quote VIP targets end quote. Absolutely, like they've got gold chains around their necks. You know, <laughs> take them out, take the shot. Like oh, you'll, yeah. you'll sacrifice whatever to kill a giant. Is that is that accurate? Oh yeah, that's that's a thousand percent. It. And you know and. I really, I do go out of my way whenever I see him to try and take them out before any other units, especially early on, again, when you're dealing with just riders, warriors, maybe some archers, because those guys are all pretty easy to kill with just your standard forces. That giant's going to be hard to take down, uh, except for a few ways. So obviously throwing warriors at it until it overloads its uh, kill count and shuts down isn't going to work. Um, it's just super duper expensive to try and kill a giant with warrior attrition even though they only cost two stars per hit you're gonna wind up spending like times in the early game two ten stars is very influential and it means your opponent can keep his number of warriors still coming you don't have this point where you know you've killed the giant and now the big threat's gone he could still have conventional forces coming at you at the same time supported by that giant and really whenever you use a giant you want to support it you don't want to just throw it out on its own to get murdered because it's hard to get those yeah conventional forces as opposed to giants which i guess we can consider unconventional uh yes just simply because you can't buy them every turn in my mind a conventional force you can reliably produce as long as you have population available in your cities with giants there's only one special way you can get a giant they're very influential on the battlefield but they're also not the most versatile or um overall useful unit at the same time but so don't if I lose it. two and a half knights attacking a giant, have I made cost? Um, hmm, if I killed a giant. At 20 stars. It depends if your opponent has developed their tiles up su sufficiently. If there's a mountain range with, say, two mountains ready to be uh, mined and then a forge ready to be slapped down in the middle that can uh, produce another giant, then... Not necessarily because the cost is less to produce the giant than it is to use the knights to kill it, unless you're reclaiming your own city, in which case you definitely want to keep your own eco and not give them a foothold in your territory. Okay, so you must have neglected that stat. What What is the cost to produce a giant? That's just the uh, leveling up a city to level five or higher. Anytime you get the choice between a park and a super unit, you choose the super unit. At first, it can be very cheap to get the population required to make a giant. In the late game, conversely, it can be ludicrously expensive or sometimes physically impossible given the uh, you know resource spawn you got in a specific city. In each city, again, you as you level it up, you'll get more eco, and that's good for you, but you're going to run to a point where it's harder and harder to produce giants. But, but Sam, Sam, <laughs> how much does the giant cost? How many stars, Sam? Uh, it costs five population. At the cheapest, you can get that at two stars per pop. That would be 10 stars. I, so this is actually me just being a jerk because I, <laughs> I actually, if you disband a giant, 
podcast. There are people like me that do that. You only get five stars back, right? I know you actually get 10. Oh, so it is the 10 stars. Cheapest you can get is that one level five upgrade. They've cost oh, it man, right I, there. I don't, I don't know if I even remember now. Oh dear. No, I, I thought it was, I really thought it was 10. It can't be a night is you get five back for a night. It can't be the same as a night. Oh, well then that would, if you get half your value back on the disband and, um, the giant gives you 10, then that would be 20 stars, at which point um, losing two knights puts you at equal cost to the giant. Your third knight's technically still alive, although damaged. They're, uh, Giants, they're, they're scary. Yeah. Yes. They're, uh, they're, they're, they're beefy little boys. But um, again, easy to kill. And the thing is, what your main priority is, because again, their most useful purpose on land is going to be sieging those cities. What you want to do is do as much damage as possible before they get next to your city. Every turn they've got to walk over is a turn you can deal up some damage. I mean, even the turn they get right next to your city, they can't attack that turn. They have to wait still, which gives you enough time to take off five, ten health points enough. A full health giant can kill most units and get right into that city. A wounded giant, though, if sufficiently wounded and facing a unit with sufficient defense, and especially with a defense bonus may not be able to get into the city and will instead take a severe amount of damage from the defending unit. And then you just have that guy walk off or disband him and replace him. Hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, honestly, in the early game, I think the best unit to use to kill giants isn't riders, it's archers, because they're reusable and they can kite the giants like no other. I mean, archers yeah. are a giant's nightmare. Archers and um, catapults. Like, I think three yes. catapults can, or no, maybe four catapults can one-shot, you know, if they all fire at once, can one-shot a giant. Yeah, you can take him out that turn. It's, it's, it is, ranged units are the giant's worst time possible. He's he loves soaking up damage from melee units because they're going to take a lot of damage in return. But uh, ranged units, you get to chew them up before he even gets a chance to do anything. Most of the time, you can kill him before he gets in range. Now, the thing is, you know, if you're trying to kill a bunch of, you know, a giant with a bunch of ranged units, you got to be hyper aware of your opponent throwing out any knights because oh, all of yeah. a sudden, yep. If he wipes out all your ranged units, you have no support. All of a sudden, that giant's close. Those knights are going to make sure that giant gets in on the next turn. You don't. You don't want that to happen. Honestly, I think giants are only as good as the support behind them. I mean, beyond beyond a few tiles you'll get in your front line or maybe like one city that you're able to, to siege a couple times, if you bring in a giant unsupported that you haven't just gotten for free really early in the game somehow, uh, it's going to die pretty quick. You're not going to make nearly the amount of inroads that you would if the giant is supported. Absolutely. I mean, even in the early game when you might not have anything else to throw, but even just only warriors, throwing one or two warriors to do a little bit of damage to soak up other enemies' damage, or to even just stand in front of the giant so enemies can't directly yes. reach him to damage him can make all the difference in the world. Yeah, I, I actually the the moment when I kind of realized that is one time you sent in a giant in our you remember that one game that turned into like a 30-turn stalemate? Oh yes. Or, yeah, yeah, fond memories. Uh, you sent in a giant, and I was like, why are you sending this giant in? He's, he's not going to, you know, and you're like, oh, he's just there to scout. And I was thinking to myself, scouting with a giant? Then I thought, well, if he can't support, he can't afford to support the giant, I guess it makes sense. But it was weird to me that the giant couldn't, and I, I kind of realized, it wasn't weird, I mean, I, I realized it, but I realized that the giant couldn't really do all that much on its own. So I yep. just be there and make it hard to move my units. 
Right. And at that point, you know, it's sort of like using a defender to scout. You're just sending out a unit that's not fun to attack. That's difficult to hit. And I mean, like theoretically, if I wind up next to a city, that's wonderful. All great and dandy for me at the very least, I'll distract you from another part of the battlefield. You'll have to divert some fun, some attention towards just dealing with that annoying giant while I can maybe go hard on another front. Yeah. Multi-front, man. That's uh, that's how the Germans lost. Uh, I always find if you're fighting a very tough opponent, try and open up multiple fronts. All of a sudden, it's a lot harder for him to focus on any individual front than whichever one you're doing well on. That's what you're going to focus on. Mind you, some are just naturally by terrain going to be far more important. You know, it's, it's just like real war like that. You can't give up your um your perfect landing strip or your uh your ideal mountain defense range if you lose a certain city that's expanded borders maybe your road network gets absolutely shot and you can't get units around and all of a sudden the opponent can get right and he gets all the defense bonuses and you don't that can be a massive problem for you yes as as sun tzu would say uh he who wishes to fight must first count the cost (laughs) wise advice indeed well it's uh it's about as much as we can talk about on giants on land they're they're fairly useful but i mean like you know mob them to death if you can try and kill them with range support but uh that's that's as much as you can do it see they're still a little different again like we were saying you can use them i primarily i would suggest just making the battleships anytime you embark them my advice uh, the thought is their defense in a boat's only going to be one even at 40 health they'll take a bunch of damage they shouldn't take if they're just sitting on land they won't take anywhere near as much damage they get shot from a range as if they're embarked in a little boat. Oh, if they're yeah. in a ship. Yeah. Yeah. If they're in a ship. Giants and boats. Oh man. It's that's, that's rough. Yeah. Giants and ships even. And I see this happen sometimes. I get it. If you can't afford to make a battleship yet, you haven't made contact, you want to explore or whatever. It's better than no upgrade. But if you're going to be anywhere near someone who can shoot you, a giant in a ship is a juicy target because that's a giant who's not yet a battleship. Any health you can shave off before he upgrades is important because uh, that's only when he hits a battleship does he have a defense equal to his value on land. Even in a ship. If you see a giant in a boat, that's free money right there. Hit it with everything you got. Absolutely. target times two. Yes. And then obviously... um, the second place would be a giant in a ship in third place. It's going to be a giant on land. If you're just bombarding them from offshore, because it's, it's a very sad giant that just has to sit there and look out at sea at the cannons firing. Well, that does uh, take out a big chunk of our conversation. At the end of the day, um, you know, you can counter giants fairly easily at sea. You're just, you know, try and kill them early, but um, in the late game, you just, you just need to hit them with full health units Try and weaken them with like disposables, maybe a battleship that's a defender or a swordsman, something you don't mind that's going to go to half health. And then your giant battleship can do a lot more damage afterwards. It, it is going to come down to mobbing again. They're obviously very influential at sea just because of uh, the high amount of health more than any other embarked unit will have. So that's uh, definitely something to keep in mind. Land, they're, a, they're still of use, but they're really only chiefly useful and strategic sense when it comes to sieging cities because that's where like their impact can be the greatest spamming giants can be a thing you do on land but without dash they are fairly easy to kill with ranged units and then you absolutely always need to make sure you're supporting your giants um anything else you can think of on land and at sea that you can do giant cycling Hmm. where you move one giant in takes some damage that, that allows your the rest of your troops a little bit more 
time to advance and then retreat the damaged giant or damaged uh, battleship giant to get repaired. There was, you know, I don't know if you remember that game where we were all Kiku somehow. I think I, I, th- I, I, <laughs> hosted, I initially invited everyone to that game and then almost immediately regretted it. Uh, who was the guy who kept, he kept moving his, he kept moving his giant battleships into range. And then after they took a hit, he would retreat them. It was the most obnoxious thing. <laughs> yep uh you know i forget who that was but i do remember what you're talking about if i remember correctly he even had a little uh mindbender shipyard waiting to repair them ultra oh, quick. oh my god that that was one of the that was one of the most annoying games of polytopia i've ever played <laughs> if you're gonna drag it out that's the way to do it well speaking of annoying games of polytopia folks we have uh we have one for you the giants oh, challenge yes. <laughs> Yes. Oh, wait, what? No, we're, we're really doing that? Oh, we're going to do it. So, again, like the uh, Knights Challenge and some of these other challenges, you do get the benefit of being able to use Warriors, too. We are, uh, we're beneficial to you. But, um, you know, those Giants, they're going to be all the more impactful. See, Giants, they're vulnerable to, like, mind benders. You can just walk up next to them and steal them fairly simply. Um, well, actually, a giant has to stumble up next to you. You can lay him in wait, though, in the fog of war. Or if you send out two mindbenders, you know, that always works. You can only kill one of them. Can't kill both, uh, especially if unsupported. But uh, without any of these cheeky ways to get around the giants, well, uh, those warriors, they're going to, it's going to take a lot of warriors to do enough damage to a giant to prevent him from taking a city. And, well, I mean, if your opponent is farming giants, you're in for a bad time. They're already at an eco and they're only going to be able to farm more. Oh, yes, the farmings. Oh, yes. Some advice for our players, actually, while I'm thinking of it. Since you're only going to have giants and warriors, obviously keep up a nice warrior force and try and keep conventional fights going using warriors on warriors. But uh, with your giants, maybe don't send them out piecemeal. Sometimes it can be beneficial if you wait till you have three ready to go forward in the line and then hit it once. It's uh, it's a lot harder to kill three giants than it is to kill one. Uh, yes, actually, um, just any kind of clustering and saving up of units rather than throwing them into the grinder immediately after building them i've noticed that that's a that's a tactic that gets used by some of the more advanced players that i've seen absolutely you want to prepare your forces uh you know formations are nice but um even just you know putting up a little reserve for a couple of turns so when you do hit you have a proper invasion force it can make all the difference in the world there's a lot of imagination that goes into you know, understanding how the Polytopians live. And uh, I feel like there's a lot of unanswered questions about these giants. <laughs> but how, how is it that the fact that your population reaches a certain amount, how, how is it that that means this this super unit just appears? Well, uh, do you like remember... there's a giant living in the hills that's like, you know, the city, uh, it's too lame. I'm not going to go down there. And he keeps checking to see if they built a McDonald's yet. <laughs> right like like yeah. and that's when he comes down like what what is the deal i uh, i think Open my explanation is quite a bit better here but uh you you remember uh gravity falls the uh the oh. little gnomes how they made the mega gnome oh yes I, oh <laughs> <laughs> yes the polytopians they just milled together yes <laughs> yeah because that's the that was the other question i was gonna ask is most of these most of these units that you're moving are rep- meant to represent uh meant to represent multitudes right like some kind of like actual military unit but the, with the giants it's kind of like it, is it just one really big like person 
Is it like Andre the Giant times eight? Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, they hatch from eggs too. So I wonder if they, uh, you know, in a, in a different note, what if they just harvest one of those eggs and then they uh, they take a needle full of HGH and just shoot them up with some uh, growth hormone, blow it up to massive size. Who's, who's laying the eggs in the first place though? Because eggs don't actually grow. They're a fixed, uh, maybe, yeah, maybe, actually, no, you could be right. The egg could still be a fixed size and then when it hatches, it'll just grow faster. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, it matured so quick. I, uh, I laid this one last night and it hatched this morning. I think the drugs are working. Yeah, it's probably, it's, there's probably no gametes involved. If, I, <laughs> if I'm t- seeing the direction that Laura's going here. Yeah, probably not. Well, I would like to mention, I think that's that's all I have to say on that subject before it gets any weirder than it already has. Uh, <laughs> there is there is one quote I would like to leave you with from Sun Tzu that I've been glancing over at here when I should have actually been listening to the podcast. Uh, from Sun Tzu. So in war, the way is to avoid what is strong and strike at what is weak. I think this quote is the best thing for the giants because if you can go around the giant it is to make the giant irrelevant (laughs) yep you know that's uh that's a very valid point and again giants are so vulnerable to it 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 would make a whole world of difference if they had dash but it would also make them kind of broken well actually there may be a secret easter egg uh, speaking of eggs Hmm. related to the giants if you move them in a, speci- in a specific pattern, they gain the ability of dash. Oh, and I assume that's only in single player games. No, it's, it's actually nowhere. I just made that up. Oh, well, you got my hopes up for a second. It would have been cool. <laughs> made the uh, Giants challenge a little more fun for those of us who are going to uh, play on through. I mean, I, I don't know. It could actually be a thing, but I highly doubt it. Folks, you heard it here. We've created our own bug. Uh, test it out. Let us know if you find the magic zigzag pattern. If you don't, don't oh, despair. Yes, please. Just keep at it. Another giant challenge. And another one. Yeah. Just move it back. Find a single player game. Keep moving it back and forth 100 times. Let us know if that uh, yes. is anything. A thousand years of giant challenges. <laughs> thousand years. A thousand years, Sam. A thousand years, giants. Yes. It'll never end. <laughs> never end, Sam. Well, Polytopians, that was the Giants episode. Thanks for joining us as always. And uh, Hawthorne, thanks for joining in too. If the pleasure is mine. <laughs> Keeping Pretty it nice good. and spoopy for uh, Spooptober. Spoop. Yeah. Spoop. Yeah. <laughs> we're going yes. with Spoop. Right. We are. We're going with Spoop. That's the, uh, that's the new okay. Halloween word. <laughs> well, uh, have fun playing that Giants challenge, folks. And... Uh, Next week, we're going to change things up. We're going back into lore. We're going to talk about some of the metagame lore, stuff we didn't touch on in the Tribe episodes, and that should be uh, quite an interesting conversation. And uh, until then, have a happy Halloween.